1: Betches Media presents. Ha ha! Laugh funny. Mention it all. A Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it with Dylan Hafer. we
2: we'll check
1: me bro And Barry Rosenfeld. I
2: need to start drinking alcohol. Not on a sleep week. Hey
0: everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and
1: I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Oh. Happy Thursday. Ooh, woo, woo. Happy Thursday. Happy birthday to me. Oh, wait. Is it your birthday today? <laughs> it is. Oh, my
0: God. Barry! It's my I surprise didn't party. <laughs> oh,
2: wait,
0: wait. No, I knew your birthday was. I thought it was like the 10th or something. It's the 6th. The oh, oh, my God. Happy birthday. Yeah, this is you. what happens when you're not friends with someone on Facebook.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: happy birthday to you. Thank what are what are you doing to celebrate? Are you doing anything fun? Throwback to your birthday party two years ago, shortly before the pandemic began. That was yeah, it was, was a fun wild.
1: Time. Let's just like reminisce about that because it's it's not happening again anytime soon. I this birthday is like weird, you know. It's like you can't plan anything because you don't know what's gonna happen or like who's sick and what you should do or shouldn't do. So I don't know. I'm. I'm relaxing today, but I'm here for you guys because.
0: You you were gifted with a new episode of Miami. And so we're going to talk about that. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Orange County. Um, because it's Because it's your birthday, I'll give you a gift. <laughs> Pick which show you want to talk about first.
1: Oh, my God. This is crazy. Let's just go with the outline and do OC first because. Great. That works for me. I like as to well. make things easy for people.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, um, so this episode of OC, we co- we come back from a week off. It feels like we. It feels like Shannon and Heather have been sitting on this little couch at Emily's house for right stuck in time for a year. Um, but they, you know, Heather has freshly um, not threatened but promised Shannon, and I knew they were going
1: to show that again. I, was like, I know.
0: So she makes her agree once again that she's not going to harm her family, and they seal it off with a pinky promise, which, gotta love a pinky promise.
1: I was like, no way are we watching Real Housewives and them literally landing on a pinky promise. And, like, Heather gave her the eyes. Like, she's like, you better like, hook on to my pinky or else.
0: Heather Dubrow, of all people, being somebody who, like— goes for a pinky promise is very funny to me. Because I'm like, no, why aren't you making her sign, like, a legal contract? (laughs) Like, I'm surprised she didn't come with, like, a a manila envelope with, like, papers drawn up for Shannon to sign.
1: My Um, blood going through, like, whatever was going through my body when Heather went to go get Terry for Shannon to apologize was... Oh, my God. One of the most cringeworthy things because, yeah. like, we've said this before where Heather, like, you know, she acts as like a teacher or something, but that mm-hmm. was no one should ever make you or feel like the way Shannon was feeling. Like, so, no. Yeah. I mean, that I was do embarrassing. Think,
0: I think this is basically what I said last time we talked about OC. It's been a minute, but I think these two basically aren't destined to be friends and shannon there's nothing shannon can really say to kind of like convince heather that she's being sincere so at this point they just need to sort of go their separate ways you know act you know be kind of careful how they act with each other and then you know maybe further down the line they could get to a better place but it's like I think Shannon feels, it feels like she's so desperate to win Heather back. And it's like, there's nothing you can say right now. She doesn't like you.
1: You know what it is too about Shannon? Her body language is so clear in these situations that it makes like other people uncomfortable. Like she, her like shoulders back, like she just stand, like she just is very stiff. Like She's like, ah.
0: I, 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 Heather, I am a loyal friend. Yeah, like,
1: like, my friend texted me and said, she's like, why does she kiss her butt so much? I was like, because it's clear watching the show, like, Shannon needs Heather uh, for the show. Yeah,
0: and it's, you know, she seems so, like, uncomfortable, but, like, she, I don't know. And it's this, it goes back to a few weeks ago when she was talking to Gina, and she's like, I've gone out of my way to be kind to you. And Gina's like, why? Why did why is that even necessary? Just be nice. Like, I think, you know, Shannon, I guess she's getting closer with Noella, so like she has somebody more in her corner. Not but
1: the she, person I'd want to attach I know, myself like,
0: to. <laughs> Noella is giving us a lot to talk about, but I'm not sure she's really um I'm not sure she's really like gonna have a strong position in the group. Speaking of Noella, after we have the Heather and Shannon debacle, we go to Noella and Jennifer. Um, Jennifer confronts Noella because she feels like she's been sort of snotty to her, which I love. I love the word snotty. I just think it's so funny. Um, and so she's like, hey, do you have a problem with me? And Noella's like, yeah, I actually do. And you want to know why? It's because a couple of weeks ago, you tagged me in this blurry selfie of yourself, implying that Noella was one of her patients. And Noella's like, I actually exclusively work with a different med spa. Um, and so I thought it was weird that you tagged me and also misleading, I guess. But I, to me, this is like the perfect petty thing for housewives to have a disagreement over.
1: Yeah, and like the fact that Noella kept saying it was like not a flattering picture, or an ugly mm-hmm. picture, was just like below the belt. Like that was un- <laughs> that was unnecessary. Like that didn't that wasn't like in it. But when she sold Jen, she was thirsty, and Jen was like in actual shock. She was like, "I'm not thirsty at all." But like Noella at that point just kept like firing off different things to say because she like clearly didn't have a plan. Like I think she heard herself say it out loud that. Not that tagging her sounded ridiculous, so she just kept saying other things. And it just, like, me, it was worse. It was weird. But typical housewife.
0: Yeah, I'm curious how this would have gone down. Because obviously, it was clear that Noella had already thought about this. Like, she knew why she was mad at Jen. But mm-hmm. I don't know when she would have brought it up if Jen didn't come up to her at this party. Because, like... If you think about it, it's like they haven't actually interacted that much. Jen talks about how they were introduced through Bronwyn. Yeah, they went through the times that they met. (laughs) Right, and that they've met a handful of times, and Noella said that the energy from Jen was always weird, and she was taking selfies and all of this stuff. But, like, it, it didn't really seem like Noella was, like, waiting for an opportunity to bring up the tagging in the photo. She just was like, oh, yeah, actually, there is a reason I feel weird about you. So it's almost like Jen sort of sort of shot herself in the foot by confronting Noella in the first place because then she ended up looking
1: kind of strange. But I didn't see how it connected calling someone snotty and like tagging her in a picture. Like that didn't correlate, but if someone tagged me in a picture that I wasn't in, wouldn't you think it was, like, a mistake? Like, wouldn't you automatically DM the person and be like, wait, I'm not in this. Like, L- like, LOL. I don't know.
0: Yeah, except I guess <laughs> there were, like, other patients tagged in the photo because she was saying, like, how much she appreciated them. I do think it's, like, it's kind of weird, but not that much of a problem, you know?
1: To be t- – right.
0: We're like, we
1: are now, because we're discussing it, because it was on the show, are making the situation like bigger, too.
0: (laughs) Yeah, truly weird. But I'm glad Emily had fun at Shane's bar party. I don't know how much fun Shane had, but...
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I was just going to say, like, Shane, could you at least, like, stand up while Emily's giving a speech? Like, can you be... Can you just, like, act for one minute, just 60 seconds that you want to be at your own party? That's you all know, we're asking. Sixty maybe, seconds.
0: Maybe that's all you're asking, <laughs> but maybe it's too much. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm into Shane not I'm not into Shane. I'm into Emily this season, mm-hmm. and I finally feel like I am a little more understanding of her and Shane's marital dynamic. So Are you? Whatever.
1: I am not still.
0: <laughs> I'm willing to give them a little more of a pass than in okay. past seasons. Um, okay. Uh, but so, yeah, then we have, after this party, we have a lot of sort of little catch-up sessions. We see Shannon and her girls with her father, which is a nice moment. Um, I will say the clip of Kelly calling him the big dick daddy from Cincinnati still makes me laugh. Yeah. I can't deny it.
1: <laughs> I mean, um, he's he's a silver fox. He's
0: a, ha- he's a handsome guy. Um, <laughs> and it's... You know, it's nice to see all of them together. I also like seeing um, Heather with Max. And Max wrote a book. Apparently, I was not aware of this, but um, good for Max.
1: Her like going around to all of her kids' schedule and scheduling like their lives is like hectic. For she's like, you see, this is why we have a family calendar so we don't miss anything. I was like, and her her night her. um I guess medicine cabinet that like slides up and there's a blue light and I was like, shut up. That is, why well, wasn't that on the tour? I love that God. part of the bathroom.
0: Uh, <laughs> God, that house. As Gina would say, this house is legit.
1: <laughs> Honestly, love that friendship.
0: I know. They're, they're starting to get closer. Um, Travis meets Terry for the first time at the party and then, you know, they're planning a day to go to the races and, yeah, it seems it seems like they really just click on a genuine level and I think with housewives uh, oftentimes when someone new joins the cast it's like obviously they're supposed to like become friends with each other but this feels like they genuine. wouldn't be yeah they they, they they it would be we could tell if it was fake and I don't think it is.
1: I was uncomfortable a little bit when they went to like go bet like Terry's like let's go bet cuz I was like Terry and Travis are not making the same bets on horses like oh my god i feel like travis does not know what to do right now he's gonna be like can i put five bucks on this horse and terry's like 25 g's on this horse
0: yeah i mean i would be in the travis camp if i if i, I wanted them this to tell us that.
1: how much he, terry i wanted to know how much he won on that race like that's the only thing i wanted to know
0: i also just like i don't know how I don't understand how like odds and betting works. Like, if it's if fine. you tell me, like, I understand saying like I'm gonna put ten dollars on this horse to win, but I if you if you show me like the list of odds and it's like this horse has twelve yeah. to three odds, like I don't know what that means. And to be honest, like I feel like it's kind of like crypto or like NFTs, where like I don't really feel like I need to know how it works. I'm just no, sort you just of content. get
1: drunk and put money down.
2: honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with honey love. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're
0: at somebody's wedding and you're looking around, the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe, and you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to over. Overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I Do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z O L A.com. Okay, so we should talk about this cheese night where Nicole brings a suitcase full of cheese um and she's with Jen and Emily and Gina and she has a lot to say about Noella's marriage.
1: Well, also speaking about Nicole, I go back and forth. I, I'm not a fan, like a fan fan of her, but like so like I'm good on that, okay. but like okay. the scene with her and Noella at the restaurant, I do go back and forth cuz I was like, yeah, she's a bad friend because like she her and noella i remember saying like that wasn't i don't know why the two of them met but at the same time the more i'm getting to see how noella is acting or whatever i feel like that wasn't a good situation for nicole to be in and nicole like was embarrassed and she was like let's fucking go like what am i doing like why are you doing this right now so i feel like and i've been seeing on social media i feel like i'm seeing more like both sides of that situation
0: i agree i think that that sort of lunch or whatever, maybe just drinks on Noella's part, was <laughs> just a mess all the way around. Right. Maybe Nicole didn't handle it perfectly, but also um, it seemed like a like an uncomfortable situation for both parties. Yeah. Um, but I love anyone who shows up with a suitcase of cheese. Like, that is a good move in my book. A Louis Vuitton
1: um, suitcase of cheese. <laughs> um,
0: But... Yeah, so Jen, in this group setting where she knows at least that Emily and Gina don't know Noella very well, uh-huh. Jen is just ready to unload and has is throwing out a lot of information, a lot of accusations about how ever since she's met Noella, what she's heard about her and James just doesn't add up. And she raises the question of whether they were ever actually legally married and it's it's pretty bold to talk this much shit about someone who is, like, new to the group and you don't know kind of what her relationship is like with Emily and Gina
1: so far. I told you weeks ago, I'm I knew something was stirring with Jen. Like, I know something's coming. Mm-hmm. She just gave me that vibe. And I think she had that, she is now given this opportunity with her vibe, with Noella, and she is, like, Taking that,
0: I actually think from a casting perspective, I think this is really—they made a really smart move by casting new people who already sort of know each other uh-huh. because, like, through the grapevine,
1: yeah, right. And
0: even though their common link was Bronwyn, who's no longer on the show, they're able to. Wh- whether or not it's as friends or as enemies, in this case, they're not getting along they're able to sort of bring context about each other into the group of women who don't know them. Whereas when you have somebody new who just is completely random, you kind of can only believe what they tell you. Mm-hmm. Whereas now we're getting these two sides of information about Noella. And I don't know, I haven't really decided yet whether I think Jen and Noella are like great housewives. But I do think they're both doing a good job of really getting involved and bringing it and we're five episodes into the season. And I feel like both of them have both of them have, you know, gotten a good start on like giving us what we want in terms of drama, in terms of story, in terms of conflict. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think Jen and Noella at this point are both good casting finds.
1: I agree. Do you think now like Emily's sole role is to find out information and then tell the person? Look, I, about. <laughs> this
0: is this is a good role for her. I have not been the biggest fan of Emily in the past, um, but I think this season being kind of the, the go-between is important. And, you know, when you have a cast where it's like, Shannon and Heather aren't on good terms. Gina and H- Shannon aren't really on good terms. Jen and Noella aren't on good. Like, there's a lot of people who are on kind of different wavelengths. And I think Emily is probably the person in the cast who is best at talking to whoever is in front of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a valuable role. Um, and also, I think Emily this season is, like, funnier than she's been in the past. Um, the clip from next episode where she's eating a sandwich in the sauna is just... Um,
1: <laughs> she goes, is that spe- bad? And the two of them, like, like look at turkey. her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Speaks to my soul. Um, but yeah, Emily's seen where she goes to Noella's house at the end of the episode was extremely strange. um, And it gave us a lot of information, but I am starting to feel like Noella is a very unreliable narrator, um, which is, I guess, probably not like a hot take at this point. But when she tells these stories, I am taking everything with a bigger and bigger grain of salt.
1: Her whispering was oh one of the the strangest things I've ever... Like, It I would have had to, like, get up and, like, leave. Or, like, ask to, like, can we go outside or something. That's really uncomfortable. She was, like, whispering as if... I, I don't... Like, James was hiding under the couch somewhere. That's one of
0: those moments where if... You're one on one with somebody in their house, and they're acting like that. You just want to be like, okay, can we stop for a second? Like, what? What the fuck is going on? Like, yeah, like, what how is... did Emily
1: continue that?
0: Emily and Emily's like,
1: okay, yeah, like whispering, whispering, a- and it's, it's not like it, I was like, oh, maybe her kid's sleeping, but I was like, no, no one talks that low if someone's sleeping and he's not in the room. That wasn't even it. I don't know what that deal was, but like, so Very bizarre. Strange.
0: But But, so she got served with divorce papers again. This time, because the person before didn't actually make contact. Um, But this time, the papers came with the flower arrangement, which was ugly. I have to say, Um, like the flower
1: arrangement or the yes, the 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 situation. (laughs) Well,
0: the situation too. But the flowers (laughs) were not cute either. Well, yeah, I
1: don't think he was like, oh, what flower should I get? I think the he just needed to get the flowers from point A to point B. That's true. It should have been like an edible arrangement. That would have Right. Been at better. least she could have like gotten something out of it.
0: Gotten a snack.
1: The fact that she would—they were on display. Like, are you an idiot?
0: I know. I loved that Emily was like, "Okay, let's throw these away. <laughs> let's get <laughs> these out of the house." So Noella was on Watch What Happens Live last night. So was her ponytail. So was her ponytail. She's—I mean, she's a beautiful woman, right? Um, but she—I mean, so she and James have been going back and forth on social media, and she said last night that their divorce agreement is like all ready and done and all he needs to do is sign it. And that one of the big stipulations in the divorce agreement is that she will have an NDA about him. So it's it's wild because we've been seeing all these social media posts and it's like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. Like, how are they putting all this stuff out publicly? And she's saying, the second he signs those papers, I'll shut up. So I don't know why he won't sign. And that is so interesting because usually when there's like an NDA involved in something, usually you either don't hear about it or you hear somebody being like, this is fucked up that that I can't speak out. Whereas she's saying like, I'm fine with the NDA. All I want is for him to sign the papers, and then I'll stop posting about this. I right? Was, she's yeah. I mean, props to her for being honest. Assuming that she is being honest, I guess. But it's like it's just such a bizarre situation. And I mean, he's if if even like sixty percent of what she's saying is accurate, then he seems like a just like trash person.
1: What were we talking about yesterday where I couldn't believe, oh, Vicky's relationship, this tops that, where I'm like, oh, my God, that you're putting this information out on social media. Like, enough.
0: Right. I mean, like, with Vicky's situation, it's like, okay, he's a dick. Fine. Men are are trash. But, like, this is next level. And there's a kid involved. And there's, you know, all of these financial arrangements involved. Like... I mean, I'm sure Vicky is heartbroken, but I also think she can still pay her bills. So, um,
1: yeah, he still didn't turn on I, which I don't think is going to happen, but unless there's some legal shit, but
2: the credit right. card I don't like, think
1: Noella the, doesn't have access. I don't think the credit cards would come back
0: on. I imagine there's some kind of monetary settlement it's yeah. happening
1: um, speaking of Vicky too V memes that go around once someone breaks up like they did it to James too where they make those mock like dating app profiles are the funniest oh things like Vicky's was like <laughs> so funny and the last thing was like never had multiple partners in my life <laughs> allegedly she, according
0: to her it's true allegedly who
1: knows only only God can judge
0: <laughs> and he seems quite pleased and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart, or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, let's talk about Miami. Um, this episode, whew, the last, the last scene with Frankie or not Frankie? Well, yeah, Frankie, Peter, Todd, um, Alexia, crazy. I just.
1: Well, yeah. Oh, my God. We Yeah, we just jumped right into that. I was still like... I know. I just can't... I can't not say it because, like, everything in the
0: episode was, like, dwarfed in comparison to that.
1: Well, the fact that this episode left off with Alexia... First of all, should this just be Alexia's reality show? Because she's giving us more... People have said... She has given us more in these, like five episodes than some housewives had ha- given in their entire times on the show like holy shit she's living like eight lives already but like th- the fact that herman's lover like didn't show up but then they ended up talking for four and a half hours and she found out which is like totally new was gonna happen that this guy didn't want to be on camera but like why wouldn't why didn't he just say that like ahead of time so it didn't have to be like a right scene like why do you sitting? set up
0: this the meeting at a restaurant and like the whole crew had to go there whatever i mean i'm glad she has that closure um but her current relationship is seems to be a little bit bumpy too i don't know they got married on on new christmas eve new year's eve sometime just recently they finally got married um yeah. so it's official. <laughs>
1: That is, during the fight scene, I was like, I thought about that for a second. I was like, oh, wait, they are married. And obviously, at the end of the scene, they made up, which I'm glad. Like, it got heated, very, very heated. And it's like, you do have to see both sides, I guess, where, like, you have to be careful with the things you say. Like, it's very personal. You are somewhat new in this family's lives and, like, weren't there when the situation happened. So I guess, I don't know. I think Todd's looking out for them but like he said the delivery maybe he has to work on yeah I would agree with that I
0: think you know clearly this is the situation they've been dealing with for like 11 years I think they said 10 years something like that and that yeah there's just like a lot of layers there to unpack I do think they probably should you know get some help see someone talk to someone as Todd was suggesting but it's like yeah, I think there's just like more to that situation than any anyone coming in after the fact would ever you right. know, understand. And that like Alexia for a long time he's saying that, you know, Peter has no life and all this stuff, and it's like, well, Alexia for a long time basically didn't have a life because of her son. And right. you know, so the fact that she was even able to have this relationship with Todd is something that wouldn't have been on the table for a long time.
1: Yeah. I felt bad that Frankie was, like, sitting there, literally watching and listening. I
0: know. It's just, like, every... It's such a heated situation, and, you know, to be kind of, like, it's not that Frankie is the one, like, causing a problem, but obviously he is the root of why they're having this argument, Mm -hmm. and it's just, I mean, that has to be such an uncomfortable feeling, and it's not, like, he didn't do anything wrong, he just is... Right. The situation is the situation, and uh, it's unfortunate that he gets caught up in the middle. But he's—I uh, mean—he just seems like such a sweet guy, and the fa- the fact that after he's like, "I love you, mom. I love you, Peter." Like, you know, know. he just seems like a great guy. I
1: know. Mm. I, I love do like love that family and their apartment and or condo and like their view and lifestyle. Yeah, style. that too. I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> should we talk about OnlyFans one hundred and one?
0: Let's talk about OnlyFans one hundred and one. So. So Larsa is t- is showing Adriana and Kiki the ropes of OnlyFans and I I I have to agree with Larsa that I think Adriana is being a bit unrealistic about um the demand that she's going to find for her content on OnlyFans. She's saying she's going to charge $200 for a foot pic. Um, and Larsa Larsa
1: says, Larsa says
0: she'd be lucky to get $5 and I I mean, Adriana is treating OnlyFans like you sign up and you just start making $10,000 a day. And I think she's, I think she's going to have a rude awakening in terms of the business side of it.
1: Yeah. They keep taking what Larsa said about 10 grand and like running with it. They're like, oh, okay. So I'll do that too. But like, sorry, I'm not, I'm obviously not comparing the two women in a sense, but I'm like, Look at Larsa and look at Adriana. Like her pictures are going to be a little bit different of what she posts than you. Right. Like
0: $10,000 a day is not the average amount that someone makes from doing OnlyFans.
1: Also could not understand how Larsa does Larsa think that her kids don't know what OnlyFans her grown children don't know what OnlyFans is.
0: Yeah, she's like, well, they think it's an adult website (laughs) where I can just post, like, cute cute pics.
1: Yeah, she says they take some of her
0: pictures. Like, I honestly, at this point, it's like OnlyFans is a known thing in the culture. And any kid who I have to imagine any kid probably who's like, 16 or older. Yeah, her know, oldest son is 20 years
1: old. Like he knows right. what only he's probably, he probably looks at OnlyFans. <laughs> like, I yeah, He might not
0: like subscribe to anyone on OnlyFans, but he's like aware of the concept. Right, right. I, I will say it makes me sad both on, so on Orange County this week, Shannon was talking about um, how she like feels sort of bad about getting divorced and that she like hasn't set that example for her kids. Mm -hmm. And Larsa seems to have sort of similar feelings that she's like, you know, I grew up with a mom and dad and I feel bad that like my kids don't have the same example. And it makes me sad to hear them express these things because I like as somebody whose parents are divorced, it's just I feel like most of the time, your kids are going to be so much better off by not living in a house with two parents that feel like they're just Mm -hmm. staying together, like solely for the kids and are miserable. And it's like, I mean, also Larsa's kids grew up for, you know, like spent most of their childhood with their parents together. It's not like one parent is like totally out of the picture or anything. And so it's just like, I don't know. I wish these women would give themselves like a little more grace in terms of like, no, like your marriage ended because it was supposed to. And I mean, like, it wasn't necessarily easy for your kids, but it needed to happen for one reason or another.
1: Right. And Larsa's still married, by the way. She, like, doesn't... She's like, I want to get divorced. I'm just not in a rush.
0: Yeah, that's always strange to me. I mean, everybody's situation is different, but, like, when it's the kind of thing where money... Where you have money and you, like, want to be dating other people, it's like, just, like, sign the thing. I don't know. Right. Right. I could not see. This was last week's episode. We didn't talk about, but I could not see her living in Boca. I mean, no, she stepped foot
1: in there, and she was like, "Yeah, this is too far." She's going to play like shuffleboard. Not
0: not the vibe at all for Larsa Pitt. They don't do OnlyFans in Boca Raton. (laughs) 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 That that has to be against like some community guidelines or something. (laughs) Probably that's like Boca Raton is like Jill Zarin territory. Like, well,
1: yeah. um, no, do, do you? It was funny, though, when she was like, I I need to move like this is just too much house. But like the house that she went to go look at was also too yeah, much. I think like it she, wasn't like a downsize.
0: Right. I think she needs to be like honest about what she's actually looking for. Because I don't think she's looking for a small place, maybe just like a little bit more modern or something. Like I get that, you know, the house she's in she's- right now feels kind of dated, but
1: she's like this is perfect for the my my barbecues for my kids i was like Lars, i cannot picture her making like hot dogs and hamburgers and she's like sophia it's ready
0: (laughs) sophia do you want a hot dog or a hamburger oh my god imagine going shopping for
1: school for at like with fendi and balenciaga and showing up to like what is 12 like no i guess that's middle school
0: i can't imagine thank you (laughs) Thank you for reminding me like, that that is like not my life
1: you got. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: we see Nicole talking again about her complicated relationship with her father and she um she sees her mom and they're talking about it and um you know she has a lot of mixed feelings about whether she wants her dad to be in her life and to be in her son's life and I think that's you know this show really they are They're getting real with everyone's personal lives. And, you know, it seems like everyone has a lot of stuff that they're going through.
1: I really like Nicole. And I really like her and Anthony, like, together. I feel like it's cool.
0: Yeah. Their their relationship seems very, like, normal to me in a way that I think a lot of housewife relationships, even if they're real, they don't feel kind of like normal people. And I like that Mm -hmm. they're just, like, out at a fun dinner and he wants to order a bunch of food and I'm I'm curious to see Nicole get a little more involved in some group drama, because I think so far we haven't seen too much of that, but I am enjoying her.
1: Can we talk about this? Like, it's not a love triangle, but a love triangle, like with Adriana and Julia, like and that now everyone is like thinking it's a little bizarre, like what's going on and then Adriana even, like, she's like, yeah, like, it, being friends with Julia has made me want to, like, ex- experiment, like, whatever. But, and she's, and it's funny, because she said, and Adriana 2.0, anything goes. Yeah, but, like, maybe Julia's wife doesn't really want anything to right. go. Right, it's like,
0: anything goes for Adri- for Adriana is different than anything goes in Julia and Martina's marriage, Correct. and it doesn't seem like those two things are on the same page, Um yeah, it's a little strange and I feel like Julia, you know, it's fine to be sort of a flirtatious person or to, you know, be like, have like a an easy relationship with one of your friends, whatever. But like, I feel like Julia needs to um, maybe draw a line a little bit if there is, you know, potentially going to be a problem because like, I don't like to see anyone... Um, like creating problems for themselves. And it doesn't seem like Martina is going to appreciate if things get any more intimate between the two of them.
1: Yeah, no, it's kind of, it's weird. She's like not seeing that. And then like she brought like her and she even like alluded to a threesome, which I don't think she was kidding about, but she
0: sort of, Julia sort (laughs) of seems to think it's funny to kind of push Martina's buttons when it comes to that stuff. But I don't know. It's hard to tell whether Martina really is enjoying that, or whether she's kind of like, no, like, please stop talking
1: about this. You're not going to have a threesome. Right. Also, I don't know why, like, goat milk is, like, the main... It's not the main, <laughs> but just, like, always... When when Martina was like, I've come for some milk for my coffee, for can, my you coffee. Do, can you do that? Like, can you... Go, or does it have to be, like... Do you have to do something in between? Like, or can you just so, literally squirt the milk in your coffee? You can. I mean,
0: for, like, thousands of years, that's how people... You know, they didn't like when you buy milk at the store, they've like done something to it, like pasteurized, pasteurized or whatever. It. Um, but like, f- I mean, like in theory, there's nothing I think they like, you know, they do something to make it like more, you know, regulated. But I don't think there's anything like unhealthy or like super unsafe about drinking milk straight from the goat in this case. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, I have no desire to do that. Um, but, you know, I guess that's a benefit of having goats to the Yeah, like, the and I don't want to
1: watch it going straight from the udder into my coffee, I guess.
0: Yeah, I like that Julia's like, well, do you want to do the milking? And she's like,
1: no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just, I just like you to put
0: it in my coffee. Um, they live a cute little life. I know. And also, I mean, I just like, I, I, like, I'm a tennis fan. And so, like, every time that Martina's on the screen, I'm just kind of like, this is so weird. But I'm, I don't know. It's very entertaining to me. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I I am like a little nervous for where Adriana and Julia's storyline is going because it seems like they are going to keep it up a little bit and I'm like I sort of I feel like Adriana is like stepping in something that she right. might regret.
1: I'm nervous for just Adriana in general cuz she doesn't like she starts with everyone and and presses everyone's buttons, I think. Yeah, and she,
0: you know, we know she's had some, like, tension with Larsa in the past. She is definitely getting on Gertie's bad side. And, you know, she sort of seems to think it's, like, fun to push Gertie's buttons. But then, it's one thing when it happens in a sort of generic situation. But when Gertie's opening up about losing her child, or this episode she talks about her brother and his kids died in the earthquake in Haiti, Mm -hmm. it's like, this is the kind of thing where... I hope I hope Adriana can realize that sometimes you need to take a step back and like actually just let somebody speak, versus right. like when Larsa is talking about OnlyFans and you're making some dumb comment like who cares? But I don't know because I I I like Gertie. I think Gertie has an energy where it it doesn't surprise me that she rubs people the wrong way sometimes. Um, but she also clearly has a very complex backstory she's been through a lot and she you know comes from a different background from any of these women and you know i think adriana could be like a little more respectful of her journey agreed but also i think maybe gertie shouldn't do alexia's wedding because that seems like it's
1: it doesn't seem like a match disaster. yeah it doesn't seem yeah. like they just start vibing Which is fine. Gertie's the one that said if it doesn't work, like with her clients, she's like, thank you so much, bye. But with Alexia, she should do that. Right. And like
0: we've seen the events that Gertie does, like, she, it's not her problem. It's just like they might not be compatible. Right. Well, I'm loving the season of Miami. Are you, how are you feeling? We're five episodes in, I think, five. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling about Miami? Like one to 10 enjoyment level?
1: I'm enjoying it. I feel like it is a bit slow. Like, like <laughs> I've seen slower, but I feel like more could be happening, like, group-wise. Like, Lisa, I feel like, like everything that's been happening is just, like, this one dinner. Oh, yeah, we you didn't know? Really, it's all...
0: I don't even think we mentioned Lisa once this episode.
1: Yeah. Also, speaking of Lisa and Alexia's wedding, very weird that Lisa's son and daughter are her ring bear and flower girl. Oh, really? Yeah, like Lisa, oh. Ella, and Logan are Alexia's ring bear and flower girl. Oh, I And then that. no bridesmaids or nothing, which I guess if she, those are the only two kids around, like, and they're filming, whatever. But I think it's good. I'd, I'd give it a seven. I was
0: literally going to say seven. I agree. I think it's a little light on, like, group scenes and group drama mm-hmm. so far. But I think the women individually have a lot going on, which, you know, kind of, helps keep things interesting. Um, But yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think they did a good job with the casting, too. Um, All the new people, I think, are, you know, really different and, you know, entertaining, so. I'd give OC 7.5. I'm on board with that. Yeah, I would because say it's like it's a
1: little better than Miami, but it's not perfect. right. I
0: don't think I, not. Neither of them are like a ten out of ten, which is Mm-mm. fine. Like most seasons aren't. But yeah, I'm enjoying both. And I mean, OC for sure, massive improvement over last season. Which oh I, God. I'm just thankful
1: for. So. Hanging on, it was hanging on by a less than I a know. Thread. I was I
0: was thinking last night. I posted this a year ago. The thought that I would be like excited for it to be Wednesday night <laughs> and there to be a new episode of OC. I'm like. I was ready. I was ready Remember to go.
1: Last year, people stopped. Podcasts, like, stopped talking. Like, people weren't watching or talking about it. But so we have come I know. a long way.
0: We've come a long way from the dark ages of Orange County. Here we are. <laughs> uh, but thank you so much for listening, everyone. Have a great weekend. Uh, have fun. Stay safe, whatever you do. And don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. And just be cool.
1: Don't be all, like, uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino.
2: Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. batches